0: So, hello you, Shanchi. Welcome to Love Heal's Cancer and io. This is a cancer healing journey talk where we invite speakers who have gone through cancer, maybe as patients, caregivers or survivors, to inspire others going through a similar journey. This not only helps them with the treatment, but also motivates and inspires them when they listen to others' journeys. So, thank you for giving out your time for this. It's an honor to have you with us. So, can you please tell us something about yourself and your father's journey in cancer?
1: Sure, Manavi. Uh, so, uh, so I, we, uh, my my dad uh, went through this journey almost uh, now. Now it is uh, eight eight month eight months eight months back. Uh, he he was not able to swallow the food. And then when we checked with the doctor, and they did uh, the endoscopy, and uh, um, and you know understood that he has some tumor, and through biopsy it was recognized as a, as a squamous cell carcinoma, uh, which is uh, the post cricoid area in the esophagus, and uh, and and you know. That's when uh, we he was diagnosed with uh, this cancer, and he was not able to eat any food, uh, barely the li- liquids. So, so that was you know how we diagnosed that uh, he has you know the cancer. And uh, obviously, you not know, till then I didn't have any medic- major medical uh, things, so it was the first you know big shocker, and. and Definitely a big disappointment uh, in the whole family, and he wasn't you know, much of a hospital person either. So, so it was you know a bit of a work to get him to uh, go through the whole procedure. But uh, the doctors uh, suggested that you know we should go through you know, food food tube uh, FJ FJ surgery to be able to get food you know, intake. Uh, as as quickly as possible so that you know you don't have nutrition you have nutrition intake and and we had to go through food surgery and while figuring out what's the right you know thing course of action so I spent time with him I was uh, with him as a caregiver uh, personally for about uh, four and a half months and had to meet a number of doctors to look at other op- what options out there uh, post the uh, FJ surgery. While FJ surgery now happened, Parallel was figuring out uh, the radiation, chemotherapy, and surgery options. And uh, through the dialogue, I figured uh, he may not be candidate for a surgery. Uh, he is at 65, but. Uh, but not a not considered as a candidate. based on his built and uh, everything, and the recommendation was go through radiation and surgery, uh, radiation and uh, chemotherapy, not surgery. And uh, and the so 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 obviously you know not knowing what radiation is and uh, what chemotherapy is and how it works out. Uh, we had to you not know, talk to multiple doctors but you no know, fairly the consistent process of uh, going through radiation and chemotherapy and uh, the scanning was required so there was a debate of uh, should it be ct scan or pet scan as new to the whole process everything uh, ended up being you know a question to me and uh, there has been multiple views you know each uh, each one uh, said about uh, what is the best to do? And uh, finally figured that maybe, you know, PET scan had a more, more accurate finding for his type of uh, cancer and mm-hmm. uh, went through the PET scanning. Um, and then, you know, the PET scan study showed that the tumor was also pushing on his air pipe, uh, wind pipe, you know, which was, uh, which was, you know, something that needed, uh, which was added, added, added complexity so to make sure that he doesn't have uh, uh, the, uh, the, the 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 any any of the things that's going through the food pipe, uh, wind pipe, we had to do the wind uh, stenting, you know, which is you know make sure you know, the wind you know, pipe is uh, stunted so that it is protected from you know, any uh, um, any you know leakages from the food pipe to wind pipe uh, because of this uh, tumor caused you know um, fistulas and, and you know post that uh, the suggestion was to first reduce the tumor and uh, so we had to go through the um, chemotherapy a couple rounds and uh, after two rounds uh, the pleasant surprise was there was a massive reduction in the volumetric reduction of the tumor okay and that you know that you know definitely motivated and uh, kept my dad going. And, and you know so we had to do uh, six and a half weeks of uh, radiation therapy and uh, obviously you know through that therapy since uh he had uh, this fistula you know it was a difficult journey of a cough that you know continued to have you know that cough and flum take out through that stenting which was uh, obviously the the difficult part, or you know, symptomatically uncomfortable uh, challenge for him. But I think the the whole path and you know the reduction, the initial uh, two cycles, um, which is you know uh, six weeks of uh, chemotherapy, actually kept him going. And uh, me, my sister, and uh, my you know brother-in-law, you know, were together with him um, along with my mom. So. So, obviously, spending a lot of time to get him, you know, not to feel alone and spend time with him, you know, made me feel good that, you know, I was with him all the time. And also, you know, he was, he was you know, he was, as I understand it, radiation, chemo causes lots of side effects and, you know, pains and, and some somebody, you know, some people said, you know, maybe, you know, people not want to continue in between but i think uh, the the end you know motivation of uh, getting rid of him and uh, he was very positive throughout the cycle i think you know that's something that i recommend uh, caregivers you know that uh, while there are lots of ifs and buts you know that uh, um, that you know, keeping that positivity and thinking of the end goal that you know you could uh, beat the cancer um, Helps you, you know, to see see through the path, you know, and uh, get people going, and and you know, and after the the whole radiation, I think you know, you also in between uh, uh, had a pneumonia, which I think you know, I realized you know, the the pneumonia due to the fistula can be a bigger killer than you know, cancer itself, and you know, and uh, and there's nothing we could do ourselves, but uh, uh, there are you no know, minor modifications of obviously uh, the the sleeping you know at the angled bed and recliner and things like that that you know we adopted you know help him to reduce the amount of uh, the fistula infiltration and you know thereby causing pneumonia um, over the over the radiation and after the radiation we waited for two weeks and got the PET scan done and and, uh, and you know it had a good response uh, which uh, which basically you know means you know very minimal uptake of the metabolic you know uptake due, due to the pet scan and uh, symptomatically he was you know as of two months back very very good and still the fistula is a bigger concern because you know there is a fistula you know between the wind and the air, air pipe and uh, and cancer is still not, you know, completely you not know, disappeared, right, you know, there is a very minimal uh, uptake. And as I understand, you know, probably the next scan, you know, see, you know, how that cancer is heading, is it heading in the down, downward direction or upward direction, you know, because it's a uh, scan is at a point in time what what was happening, right. So they obviously needed a second data point to see, you know, how it is progressing. and uh, And, you know, in the meantime, He's going through this fistula healing, which uh, itself is a big you know, pain because there's a lot of cough, um, and you know, and uh, with the current situation that he cannot go to hospital actually added the complexity. And I was talking to the oncologist uh, a couple a couple of weeks back, and you know, he suggested maybe you know also doing immunotherapy to make sure you know he, he has uh, immunity boosted up for to fight you know himself. But considering that you know the current uh, COVID you know, phase, we are uh, not at, at, you know, re- uh, going to hospital, still you not know, debating about it, at what point uh, it's the right thing to go to hospital and get the immunotherapy you know, started, which uh, looks like you know, can help uh, to boost immunity and uh, reduce the recurrence or reduce the progression further you know, from the stage it is, which is at a minimal stage. Uh, while waiting for this fistula to heal. Symptoma- symptomatically, he has uh, lots of difficulty with uh, this fistula and him a you know, cough and, and uh, getting the plum out, which actually, you know, on a daily basis, that's his uh, struggle. Mm-hmm. But as a, as a caregiver, I think, you know, my sister and uh, my brother-in-law have spent you know, enormous time and they, they live with him, even now, you know, while I'm back to work. I I think spending a lot of time personally. I think you know, looking at uh, uh, looking at you know him engaging him in uh, various things. I know getting you know habit developed. I think he developed a habit of playing online chess, and uh, he probably plays you know quite a bit of chess online. You know, about five ten games every every day, which uh, gets him you know interacted you know with. uh, Live chest that place with other you know, people across the world, right? You know that that you know is uh, kept him going, and along with uh, has been you know eating uh, obviously through the food pipe, um, the juices and you know the healthy uh, uh, supplements that suggested by the doctor, and I guess you know that that should help him. Uh, if uh, if there wasn't you know, actually this fistula, and you know, I think. Uh, he probably, you know, is doing his things, you know, bit normally, right? No, um, it's only because of this fistula and the cough. I think he's uh, still, you know, um, not out of words. And I'm exploring all the possibilities of how can the, uh, the fistula can be reconstructed and/or whatever can be done. Still so have to find the solution. But my hope is, you know, that I will uh, find the fistula solution so that, you know, he is, uh, he is, you know, symptomatically comfortable. And which is uh, definitely what you know, me and uh, my sister and you know, family is looking for. Yeah. That's my uh, my dad's journey, honestly.
0: Yeah, you actually shared it uh, very in detail. That was actually very helpful. But I just wanted to know that did the doctors uh, recommend any kind of surgery or anything after the chemotherapy and radiation?
1: uh they, they kind of said it's he's not a candidate for a surgery because of uh, his you know however you know, his weaknesses or you no know, whatever you no know, based on uh, they, they knowing his vitals and strength and uh, they also did not you know recommend uh, him for another chemo or maintenance chemo right since i was checking mm-hmm. with a few other doctors they said uh, immunotherapy probably is the only option that he has in front of him you know and they were recommending map uh, uh, as you know next alternate so so i'm assuming surgery is not an option because of you know his weakness and you know how built he is or whatever you know his strength and is, you know. yeah.
0: yeah so how long did the whole treatment that you have that he has undergone uh how long did it take
1: yeah six weeks of uh, chemotherapy initially they wanted to do nine weeks of chemotherapy but after six weeks based on the response they moved to radiation not sure if it was good or bad um, but you know we went to the radiation right after it and then another six and a half weeks of radiation so total about you know twelve and a half weeks and uh, before that there was a food surgery you know food pipe surgery for a couple of weeks you know and uh, so about 14-15 you know, weeks and then two, two, then two months of waiting, you know, so for total is about you know, 23 weeks of uh, overall my journey
0: we had so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you were talking about some side effects that he um, had while the treatment was going on. So what were those side effects and how did you tackle those side effects?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a, honestly, every day there was something, you know. so. Uh, every day, you know, I was always finding something, you know, come up at it, you know, so like uh, hair was, uh, losing hair um, to start with, which, you know, obviously, you know, understood was, you know, something normal, you know, chemo. And then uh, I started losing, We um, started, you know, having some uh, rashes uh, somewhere on the body. Then, you know, we had uh, some cream discussed with the doctor and uh you know and he was having you know pain muscle pains like pains you know since he was sitting you know not walking much so we had uh, uh, we understood you know that is going to be you know there and he uh, needed to walk around okay a little bit and he was feeling a little bit of hot on the head you know a bit warmer and you know, doing a coconut oil on the head, you know, and uh, everything needed to again check with the doctor and see what it is, right? You know, and uh, its cough was increasing due to uh, due to the the windpipe, you know, stenting, right? You know, to get the phlegm out. So we had to do uh, so just various types of nebulizers, steamers, you know, and uh, some of them were working to thin the mucus and bring it out, and some of them, you know steamer was helping you know to breathe easy right you know and uh, and you know when he sleeps in certain positions he wasn't you know comfortable so we had to get the wedge, you know pillow to elevate his you know head and sleep i don't know that the elevation wasn't enough i think you know then uh, we had a kind of a cleaning, you know that uh, helps him to sleep better so tried various sleeping positions which you know, helps him right you know so so then you know, so, the, so so that there are various symptoms in the radiation about you know the skin that you know was peeling off at the, the, the radiation area and you know, then we had a cream that was suggested by the doctor and you know, we had to get that uh, uh, cream applied you know which uh, which helped, you know, to at least use, use the pain, right? You know, over the radiation period. I think that's how we went through various steps, it.
0: Yeah, so there were multiple side effects, but you always tried to combat it with some of the other medication and practices.
1: Yeah. There was a, there was always an I think over time we learned to you know, see you no, know, what is what, you know. It took time you know to figure out which one you know, does what but you know yeah
0: we, we could figure it out yeah so um, being his son and a caregiver to him uh, actually cancer is a very shocking news for the family and for the person himself so how did your father and your entire family take this news and how did you keep yourself positive the entire time
1: yeah, it's, a, it's a very difficult, right, you know, as uh, it's out there, you know, people, you know, and as soon as they hear cancer, you know, obviously, you know, you'll have all kinds of reactions and difficulty, you know, but there is a stigma out there, you know, and very difficult to digest, even for me, you know, so, so we had, uh, we were actually struggling to break it to him. I think uh, we didn't, you know tell him for, you know, first week. But, you know, we were preparing him, about, you know, possibility of the tumor, you know, biopsy coming back with the cancer. Even after we knew, you know, for the first few weeks. But I think, you know, he was, he took it very positively because, you know, he said, you know, hey, this is what it is. Let's go from here, right? So, he was brave in terms of, you know, we took it you know right you know and uh, you know he yeah, i think you know from then on we were very open and transparent whenever things happened you know we we were kind of direct with him so that you know we weren't uh, like you know struggling to communicate to him right you now um, but the the difficulty was all around the family for first you know few days but guess what you know you can't sit around and uh, feel bad about it so you you have to find the next steps out there and uh, through the period I have seen some people that beat the cancer um, in the hospitals In the uh, people that I met Uh, so that that gets you uh, going and those stories you know I did share with my dad and mom so that you know they feel uh, that there is a possibility right you know and even if uh, doctors kind of uh, we were Lower prognosis based on the type of the cancer, right? You know, but then for him, there are only you no know, two possibilities, right? So it's always 50% probability. So I wasn't worried about the prognosis probabilities, like 20%, 25% doctors you know usually say uh, in his point of view. You know, he was also a math teacher, by the way. You know? So I was telling you know, there are only two possibilities. It cures, it doesn't cure. You know? So for you, it is very simple and you know, 50% probability. So all other math is you know, not relevant to you, right? So, so that's how we were communicating with him.
0: So it's a good thing because uh, for the patient to be positive, it's really very important because it helps in the healing process. So it's uh, actually a good thing that, that he took it very positively and decided to de- you know, fight back the cancer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah I used to tell you know, I'm okay after 12 weeks and you know, I'll be okay and don't worry you know? so so it was uh, very good not to see that he was big. Mm.
0: So how did the pandemic affect the entire treatment process because uh, taking them him outside uh, for the treatment is actually a risk. So uh, did it affect the process?
1: It affected uh, very, very well. I think, you know, the we were uh, to take him, you know, to places, but then, you know, the number of places we wanted to go and see or take him, you know, it's also limited, right, you know, because every place you go, doctors want to meet him, but, but you know, mm, but, 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 you know, I think uh, we had to zero in on, you know, the hospital that we started with, very quickly you know and didn't want to go around uh, because you know my dad is at a village you know that uh very little, very little access within you know five kilometers so we got to travel somewhere and uh, initially you know we would have picked you know some metros um, but but then you know he wanted to be at home and go so we were looking you know the best hospitals you know that out there so the, the ability to travel you know, was limited, right? Ability to go and stay somewhere else uh, in a normal uh, circumstance you know, would have been a much easier possibility. But especially this happened during the September, you know, when this was the peak of the first wave. Uh, that's when we started the whole treatment. So, so that limited you know, the mobility and, uh, and, uh, and the amount of places you we know, you could go and see. But I also realized over time, you know, as long as you pick the right medic- medicine, you know, uh, I don't know, the right doctor, I think, you know, it, it you know, probably would have made a little difference, you know, where you go. So, so I, I probably, you know, looking back, I don't, you know, too much worry about, you know, not able to travel and take him to better metros. Okay.
0: So, uh, did you also offer any complementary therapies like you were talking about immunotherapy a while back? Uh, and you were thinking to go for it or not? And uh, there are other things like I with egg or herbal treatment that people opt for during apart from the conventional treatment. So, did you go for any such things?
1: Mm, no, I, we didn't know. Get to hear any of them, so we, we haven't tried. Uh, we we'll probably you know we'll be interested to try if there are some other suggestions and ideas yeah.
0: okay so uh, lastly uh, how has his life changed after cancer maybe how was he and his health before this and how is everything cancer has changed everything for him and his family
1: uh, it's a big change obviously you know. so he was a uh, spending a lot of time out uh, uh, a, a, being a teacher you know, and still educating, you know, a um, lot of people uh, either at school or, you know, even outside school and you know, all that, that he get to engage with lots of kids and uh, students, you know, right. So that that definitely, you know, completely gone away, you know, since uh, his, you know, human immunity itself is low, so he was probably interacting through other social media and you know, other things uh, to keep engagement going, but but otherwise, you know, uh, it's a drastic reduction in the amount of engagement. Um, but the good news is, you know, obviously there are a lot of uh, people, relatives, you know, that uh, talk through this virtual uh, communication modes, okay? and uh, probably, you no know, lot more of virtual communication, which is acceptable these days, you know, without uh, obviously, you know, transmitting any of the other issues to him right now. Now that it is COVID, you know, obviously, we don't want a lot of people to come and physically, you know, see him. So able to leverage the technology to communicate and engage, be it, you know, uh, people doing the video calls uh, as well as, you know, uh, online, you know, uh, modes for him to engage, you know, through, uh, is you know something that definitely keeping him uh, very engaged, uh, getting going, right? And uh, definitely the previous, you know, whenever we wanted to buy something, it used to be very difficult, you know, in the past. But with uh, all the all the ability to find whatever we want to find, right? You know, be it uh, best nebulizers or you know, best uh, steaming equipments, you know. Um, ordering through online made it a bit easier for us, you know, to have a bit of like a hospital setup at home for him to feel that comfort, you know, uh, so that we don't need to spend a lot of time at hospitals.
0: Yeah, so online availability of things actually helps things out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So being a caregiver, what would be your parting message to others? Who are going through the
1: same journey, yeah. So, while um, while the cancer you know, news might shock you, but uh, I do understand you know the positivity, and you know, people are looking forward to the end state of clearing the cancer or living comfortably, uh, at some point, I think you know, gets you. Uh, Going, you know, and uh, obviously, you not know, able to find some um, somebody, you know, to to advise, you know, through the through the through the difficulties and questions that you get the accessible doctors and you know, the support uh, of uh, such a community is definitely help you, yeah, you know, be um, somebody being uh, close to and spending, you know, personally time with uh, the patient. Uh, I think. Uh, also heals and you know, makes them uh, feel comfortable uh, to get them, you know, thinking, you know, away from their disease to other possibilities out there. You know. So so as a caregiver, you know, I think uh, engaging and spending time, you know, the patient, you know, I think uh, and giving that positivity uh, definitely, you know, helps to heal. And three, you know, as people go through, obviously, you know, the cancer treatment, there, there is a possibility, I think, you know, still able to do a bit of walking and, you know, bit of normal things, you know, keep them um, through the normal cycle uh, of life, you know, so that they are not just, you know, bedridden. Uh, if there is a possibility and, you know, the, 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 it, it permits to do the things, right, you know, uh, outside to be able to walk around, you know, Okay, see, you know, family or extended family and you know, that, that gets your routine going so that you, know, you, you feel, you know, you are not thinking all the time about uh, your cancer alone. So, so these are the three possibilities, but you no, know, after going through this and you know, knowing you know, what I knew and you know, it comes back and now, I think uh, there are lots of uh, tools and uh, technologies out there to help cure the cancer and you know, live comfortably. So, so I think, you know, there are lots of chances, you know, for people to come through clean and, you know, uh, enjoy your life. So, keep that positivity and uh, keep going.
0: That's a very uh, good message for everyone out there. And uh, I really agree with your point that it's very important for the patient to lead their life normally and not feel as a patient all the time because it really takes a toll on their mental health as well so i completely agree with you on that so uh, thank you so much Shanji for joining with me today and uh, sharing your journey with us um thank you so much thank you thank you ma'am bye